Hello and welcome, I'm Anne. Over the last two evenings, I've been thinking about hope and love that hopes. But sometimes people let us down and we can feel like God lets us down as well. So how does doubt fit in with hope? I want to share with you um, a story from Tim Costello's book, Hope. Moments of Inspiration in a Challenging World. And he calls this particular story, Hope Shattered. I remember a time in my youth when the idea of having doubt was a bit of a worry. My life was busy with prayer meetings, Bible studies, lunchtime lectures, and evangelistic coffee shops. It was a non-stop faith-building exercise. Or so I thought at the time. The truest bit was the non-stop part. So the idea of doubt had little room in my head, had no place in my language. But life has a way of catching up with us. Doubt came at me through a few experiences. I had no time to duck. The first was through a young man called Andrew who joined the Bible study group I ran. Andrew was bright and asked thoughtful questions. I gave my tried and true answers, but sometimes felt they were a bit thin. He would look at me quizzically as if to say, is that all there is to it? Andrew would always appreciate personal time with me. He told me he was having trouble sleeping and that his thoughts were swirling. I prayed with him. I even encouraged him to see a doctor. It was then he told me he had been in a psychiatric ward for in the months before he came to church. I began to see a few signs that worried me. He didn't give us time to take it further. Two days later, his housemate found him in the garage, shot through the head. No note left. I led the large group of people, young people in our church through the shock and sadness, the empty feeling of helplessness when a tragedy comes to a community. But in my own heart, I felt the beginnings of a deep chasm. My words sounded hollow. I could not pray. My own sleep was disturbed. Doubt comes in various shapes and sizes. For me, at that time, it came in the form of self-doubt and questioning the very essence of all that lay behind my strongly held beliefs. It started me on a search that ended up taking me to a theological college overseas. I encountered a heap more doubts along the way but also discovered a way to think about and understand faith that was in harmony with my burgeoning passion for social justice and human rights. It meant for me seeing God in the person of Christ as one who suffers with us. A second experience was more recent. I was in Darfur, Sudan, on my way home from some World Vision International meetings.
a staff member met me at the airport and took me to where the refugee camp was situated. On the first morning, I was introduced to a woman who sat cradling her emaciated child. Through the translator, her story unfolded. Like many others, she had been raped in her village before fleeing the rampaging militia. She had four children, but one was ill, gravely so. Her choice was to either flee her ransacked home with the other three children or face certain death by staying with her ill child. It was the eye contact that got me, direct from her soul to mine. This was her choice and she made it, only to face the death of yet another child on the pitiless trek to relative safety in this desolate, wind-blown camp. My words to her seemed clumsy. Despite crouching beside her, I felt large and overbearing. What was I doing here? Who did I think I was? What did I possibly know about such suffering and loss? Where was God in this mayhem? I got back onto a plane home a few days later. It was too easy to depart, too easy to sit back and be waited upon, too easy to leave behind all I had witnessed and heard. But her eyes remained with me and the story they told of such incomparable suffering and loss. Doubt was my companion that trip home and beyond. Was there any way to bring changes within corrupt regimes and evil structures? Does good win over evil? Such questions have informed much of my musing, praying and reading since then. Doubt and questioning have enabled me to stay in the joy, even as I found hope in the midst of what seemed to be hopeless situations. Doubt is not the opposite of faith. It is its Siamese twin. In my journey, the Psalms of the Hebrew Scriptures have been the most helpful way in holding the two together, doubt and faith. In the Psalms, I see a struggle by people of faith, both praising God for being in control and then in the next breath screaming out in anguish, feeling abandoned and in despair. My faith is now less replete with answers that seem conceptually watertight and more about living a relationship with God. It is the daily rhythm of fully engaging in the present between the bookends of faith and experiencing doubt. If there's anything in Tim's story that you'd like to explore further, please feel free to contact one of the pastors at a church near you or through the City White website. I'm sure Matt would love to hear from you. Bye for now. Thank you.